You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, sir, people, the time of uh, the uh, evening uh, where we join our very own uh, Maulana Salim Karim on uh, Pertinence uh, Punctuated and Alhamdulillah on the program uh, this evening. We're going to talk about uh, Hajj, we'll talk about Gurbani and uh, many other issues and uh, uh, you know, maybe we'll take Molana into extra time. I don't know if he has his extra time, but we'll try and do something. Uh, Molana Salim Karim, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. And uh, Jazakallah Khair for joining us, uh, Molana. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Sifat by Ahlin wa Sahlan wa Marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners. May Allah Ta'ala grant us Tawfiq, Allah Ta'ala grant us Afiyat, and Allah Ta'ala give us Tawfiq to do our duty with beauty. Now, gee, Molana, well said, uh, duty with beauty, and Alhamdulillah, bless you for that, uh, you know, the way you carry yourself, your mannerism, you have a refined disposition, and, uh, you know, uh, when even you go for your Juma or wherever you find, Molana is well-dressed, well-kept, and Alhamdulillah, with an efficacious smile that will uh, melt any heart, you know, that uh, the Musallis are happy wherever you go, the people are happy with your nasiha and so forth. Uh, Molana, you know, important months coming in, uh, people reminding each other that you must fast during these uh, beautiful days of Hajj. then people are looking at, uh, especially in your part of the world, in Ladysmith, you have beautiful animals, you've got lovely sheep, you've got that Ladysmith butter, you've got purity all around you, Molana. and who better than yourself uh, to discuss perhaps a uh, Qurbani and the institution of Hajj, Molana. Bismillah, we all ears. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, he wakafa wa salamun ala ibadi hilladina sofa. Amma badu fawzu billahi minas shaytanir rajimi bismillahir rahmanir rahim. قال الله تعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد. إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما وقال تعالى في مقام آخر وما آتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا وقال تعالى في مقام آخر لقد كان لكم في رسول الله أسوة حسنة وقال تعالى في مقام آخر لينا الله لحومها ولا دماؤها ولكن له التقوى منكم Respected listeners, brothers and sisters in Islam, once again Allah has favored us with this Mubarak month of Zil Hajj. And on the 10th of Zil Hajj, the 9th of Zil Hajj will be the climax of Hajj. May Allah Ta'ala grant each one tawfiq. And inshallah, Allah give us, each one of us, tawfiq to visit the Haramain Sharifain. This should be a dua every day. The big Allah Ta'ala, Rabbul Alameen, I want to come to your beautiful house. And that's only possible when you are personally invited by Allah. 
Many of us in Alam-e Arwah, when Hazrat Ibrahim salam, Allah Pak said to him, announce it in the world about Hajj. So Sayyidina Ibrahim said, Bari Ta'ala, my voice, how would it reach the whole world? Allah Pak said, you do your duty and I'll do my duty. And those of us who heard that in Alam-e Arwah, when we were still in our souls, some of us said labbaik once, some said twice, some said thrice, some said more than three times. Every labbaik you said Allah will call you to his house. It's a bounty. Ji, apne dar par bulana, Allah Ta'ala to call you to his house is indeed a great ni'mat, a great gift. Which of Allah's bounties will you be like? And imagine going to Madina Tul Munawwara. Ke Aqa ki darbar ki shan nirali hai. When you go to Madina, it's a different feeling. Your love, your expression. A nice question asked by lots of people. Mahana, where should we go first? Should we go to Makkah? Or should we go to Medina? Allahu Akbar. Parvai jin ka zoke ibadat hai. Who all the time in Allah's ibadat. Ji, unke liye Makkah afzal hai. And those who are ashiki rasul. Whole day, whole night, durood and salam. Trying to emulate, trying to follow the sunnah of Rasulullah. Expressing love and obedience, and following the sunnah of Rasulullah, to farmai ki aashiko ke liye Madina afzal hai. Kyunke meri aqa ki darbar ki shan nirali hai. The Rosai Mubarak Masjidun Nabui, the moment you see it, this is the Masjid and Rosai Mubarak of Rasulullah. Imagine when we are going to see Rasulullah physically, and meet Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And imagine the day when Rasulullah will personally present to you Hawze Kawsar, the water. Allahu Akbar Kabira. What a big ni'mat to be a mu'min. What a big ni'mat it is to be the ummat of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. So respected brothers, we can just be envious to the, for those brothers who are going Kikash, you know, we could also accompany them with all the restrictions that the government put and all the new laws. There's so many people have this wish and tamanna that Allah, I also want to be your guest this year for Hajj. But it's okay. As long as you got that jazbah of ishq and muhabbat, inshallah, you made your niyat. Niyatul mu'min khairun min amalihi. The believer's niyat sometimes is better than his action. So may Allah Ta'ala grant all of them haji mabrur. Allah Ta'ala forgive their gunas and sins. Allah Ta'ala return them with safety and security. And may they come back to reform. First of all themselves, their family and their ummah. What a great sawab that that hajj that is performed where there is no swearing, there is no fighting, there is no haram activities, 
Kayomin Waladadhu Ummu. He returns like Alhamdulillah, the day his mother gave birth to him. How innocent a baby is. That's how you return from Makkatul Mukarrama after performing Hajj. And you're still the guest of Allah. When a Haji returns home, what is your duty and my duty? Go and greet him or her. Request for du'as. They are still mustajabu dawad. Go and ask them for du'as. Take du'as from them. Whoever is leaving Makkatul Mukarrama to return and you want Allah to call you back. Barbar, as Arafat was using the word today, Barbar means every now and again. Every now and again, Barbar. Read this ayat of the Quran before you leave the mataf. Inshallah, you read this ayat over and over again. For the fazl and karam of Allah, Allah will call you to his house every year. How it happens, this is the kudrat of Allah. You can put the restrictions and all what you want. But if Allah, you are the guest of Allah, Allah will provide from the unseen for you. Allama Zamiri was a very great alim. He wrote this beautiful book, Hayatul Haywan, The Life of Animals. See? And he wanted to go for Hajj. He had gone previously, but again, the talab comes in, the thirst to go to the house of Allah. That feeling, that joy, that excitement, that attachment. And he was crying and making dua every day. So one day, in his dream, he sees a very great saint of Allah saying to him, read this wazifa. It's not a hadith, respected brothers. It's our predecessors, pious servants of Allah, the awliya Allah. Allah Ta'ala gives them inspiration. So the great wali of Allah said, why don't you read this beautiful wazifa? La ilaha. Oh, beautiful attributes of Allah. Isku bar. Allah said, I took this wazifa and I started reading every day without fail. And Allah made it a reality the same year. After so long waiting, it just happened. With his fazl and his karam, Allah Ta'ala granted me the tawfiq to come and perform hajj. So keep that spirit alive. Keep that niyat alive. That Allah, whenever there's a chance for me to accomplish this great journey, Allah grant it to me. So yes, Shafat Bhai, I'm not sure you got some good questions there. But just as an introduction, as I said to you, nasib ki baat hai. Whoever Allah desires, whoever Allah wishes, there are thousands and millions of people, uh, Shafat Bhai, they were millions and trillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Lekin, a single thought comes in their mind one time. 
you know what, let me go for Hajj. As Rasulullah said, that those who have the means of making Hajj and they don't make Hajj, it doesn't bother me whether they die as a Jew or a Christian, stand for correction. And those who have the means to make Qurbani and don't make Qurbani, Rasulullah said, don't even bother to come to the, to the Eidgah. Stern warnings. So many brothers, Hajj is first on them. And they're still not going, that Tawfiq is not coming. Yes, there are people who have saved money from the day they became Balikh. Our mothers, grandmothers, great-grandmothers, great-grandfathers, they have this zok and tamanna ke, mujhe bhi hajj ke jana hai. They used to save in the tins, see, that milk tins, that lactogen tin, make a small slot on top there and keep putting that five rand, two rand, one rand, or whatever, five rand. What was the niyat? Allahu Akbar. See how Allah Ta'ala makes it possible. And, and I think Allama Jalaluddin Rumi gave this example. That look at an ant. Was raising his hands to Allah. Bari Ta'ala. Everybody is going for Hajj. Mujhe bhi tumhara ghar dekhna hai. Allah, I want to visit your house. Who is saying that an ant? Everything remembers Allah, makes the zikr of Allah, the chirping of the birds, the frog that is croaking, is making the zikr of Allah, the birds that are chirping in the evening, in the morning, the lion that is growling, the animals in the, old, in the, in the bush, all are making the zikr of Allah. So the ant said, Bari Ta'ala, mujhe bhi tumhara ghar dekhna hai. Allah Ta'ala accepted the dua. Allah Ta'ala said to a dove that was flying, descend on the mataf. And Allah Ta'ala said to the ant, hold on to the feet of this bird and it will take you right up to the Kaaba at the mataf and drop you in. Allah Nothing is impossible. So don't get, don't get despondent. This is what I'm saying. Many of us get despondent. Near already, you're already taking the sawab. Every second, every day, every week, every month, every year. You are continuously getting the sawab of Hajj because you made the niyat. So don't get despondent. Yes, sir, people, the time of uh, the uh, evening. Winter is ahead of us and uh, alhamdulillah. Ji, Maulana, you know, very eloquent indeed and uh, really enjoying your input there. And, you know, Allah, Allah bless you for that uh, because uh, when you look at... Uh, what you have said, uh, Molana, is, uh, you know, the Pukhari is there, then uh, you will go for Hajj. And, uh, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it easy for those uh, that uh, make the effort to go for Hajj and so forth. But, uh, Molana, you find uh, many people uh, that, you know, uh, make the intentions of going for Hajj. And uh, then you find uh, that, you know, the price gets higher and higher. And they can't me uh, meet the, uh, the, the, the demands of the higher price. What happens then, uh, Molana? As I'm saying, by Allah Ta'ala, innamal a'malu bin niyat. Wa innama likullimri'im manawa. Everything is judged by your intention. So, apni adat ko bhi ibadat bana do. Generally, we say Allah Ta'ala grant us hajj, hajj mabroor, inshallah. But be firm, be determined. Allah, I want to go to your house. 
And even if you don't make it, you can make wasiyat to your family members that from one third of my wealth, if I pass on, I don't get the opportunity to perform hajj. Please send somebody on my behalf, on my behalf to make hajjib badal. Allah will grant you that sawab. Allah will wake you up. And Allah will credit you with hajj. So don't get sad. Don't be despondent. Many times it happens. As they say, katra katra se darya banta hai. Drop by drop you form an ocean. You keep knocking at that door. Cry every day. Two rakat salatul hadad. Bari ta'ala mujhe jana hai. Mujhe bhi bulalo. Keep asking Allah. Keep crying to Him. Eventually the door will open. Somebody said it even better. Allah ki darwaza kabhi band nahi hota hai. Ji? Allah ki darwaza kabhi band nahi hota. The door of Allah is never closed. 24 hours, 365 days. Allah Ta'ala's doors of acceptance is open. Tum dua maangte raho, wo deta rahega. Just be strong and be powerful in your conviction. Allah will make it possible. I gave you a wazifa to read. La ilaha illallahul fattahul alimur raqibul mannan. Four beautiful attributes. Read it after every namaz. Eventually and in the end, Allah will open the doors and make a way for you to come to him as a guest. Uh, looking at this question, it says, uh, Brother Shafat, when Molana Salim Karim uh, comes on, please uh, pose this question to him. For many years, I've been uh, giving my Qurbani money to a certain individual to make my Qurbani. But Molana, he cuts off the fat uh, from uh, my chops and he also doesn't give me the liver uh, and the head and, and the uh, tripe. What must I do? He's shortchanging me for my Qurbani and I love these parts and I love eating the tripe and the head. Uh, Molana, please comment. Molana, how do you respond to that uh, query there? First of all, Shafat Bhai, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam said to his beautiful daughter and beloved daughter Betty, stand next to your Qurbani, slaughter the animal yourself, and before the first drop of blood touches the ground, Allah has accepted your qurbani. So in reality, each one of us should personally do our own qurbani. Today you can't trust anybody. Mm. You can give them donations, you can give them money, you can give them task to do. Illa mashallah, there are people who are honest, will do it according to shariat and they are Allah conscious. They know they have to give hisab and kitab. Here is a brother who's complaining that he's given his qurbani and the person takes out meat from there. That is stealing. Eat what is halal. Allah will give you tawfiq to do good deeds. Why are you stealing? Return everything that the person gave to you because you accepted to do the work. He entrusted you with it. Why are you stealing it? Or why are you taking something without the permission of the owner? If he gave you an open mandate, do the qurbani and take whatever you want, give me whatever you want, then that's a different matter. But if the person entrusted you with the whole cock and carcass, you return the entire carcass with the head, the tribe, and whatever it is. Then it is his choice 
what he wants to do with it. So, respected brothers, bottom line to save all this garbar, as we say, and this trouble and animosity, bad blood, bad, bad blood, then do the qurbani yourself. This great sawab, and this is the sunnah of Rasulullah. And then Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala asked Ya Rasulullah, this sawab is only for me. Rasulullah said, no. This sawab will be till the day of Qiyamah for my entire ummah. Whoever will make their own qurbani, stand next to their qurbani, make that dua and slaughter the animal, Allah will definitely accept their qurbani. Not only for you, my betty, it's for the entire ummah till the day of Qiyamah. So bottom line, Shafat Bhai, do your duty yourself. Slaughter yourself. Learn. We can learn everything, but we don't know how to make zabah. MashaAllah, now I've seen some some brothers have sent me some WhatsApp. We're having classes how to skin an animal. Mm. How to slaughter. Alhamdulillah, go for those classes. Learn so that you can cut yourself. So you've got, you know, 100%. I made my niyat. I slaughtered it according to shariat. And I skinned it. Shafat, I want to tell you something. Yeah. Two things that really irks me. Mm-hmm. You see people who are in a hurry. They want the qurbani done. You see they run from the Eidgah. They're sprinting actually. They want to cut the animal. Because they got quite a bit to cut. You know what is the sunnah? Do not skin the animal until it becomes cold. It's like me skinning you alive, Shafat. Right? Mm-hmm. Imagine if you have a skin that's growing and I pull it. Sometime in the end of your skin... On your thumb somewhere, and there's a out a mm. growing nail or something like that. You pull it. What happens to you? Mm. Some of our brothers are inconsiderate. I'm not saying all shariats masla. If you want the tastiest meat and carcass, shafat by let the blood ooze out on its own. When all the blood is drained from the muscles of that animal, shafat by there's a different hobby in that kurbani meat. And ask those who have got Qurbani meat up till today. Gee, on a lighter note, Shafat Bhai, all the sheep that got slaughtered last year. Gee, on a lighter note, Shafat Bhai, all of them are in Jannah. That one sheep is left behind. So all the friends ask, yeah, why aren't you going into Jannah? He says, no, my one leg is still in the freezer of the person who slaughtered me. Gee, last year, up till now... It's not complete, so I'm going to go into it. No, the Rizo, take that same meat, make it into three parcels, alhamdulillah, one for yourself, one for your family, one for your distribution, alhamdulillah. My point here is that do not skin that animal until it is cold. Number two, those brothers who are making zabah, Especially the sheep that's got a lot of wool. There's a way of how to separate the wool and get directly to the flesh. So when you cut, it is easy. You cannot cut through wool. It's not possible. It's very difficult. You give the animal taklif. You only cut part of the neck and that animal is now jumping and is giving taklif to the animal. So we need to be trained. You must have the strength, the strength and the right knife for Qurwani. Don't come there with a butter knife, it's a hard buy. Mm. And you want to cut a goat, you know, cut a sheep, you're giving the cleave to the animal. So two things worries me, Shafat Bhai. Is one is that people immediately start skinning the animal. 
where they're supposed to wait. Number two, if you really want, alhamdulillah, the tastiest meat of your kurbani, let the animal bleed on its own. And once the blood is stopped, the animal is cold, then you start the skinning. And thirdly, some of them are so cruel, Sifarbai. Gee, some of them, it's just frightening, that they will break the neck. Mm. They think that that's how the kurbani is. They actually break the neck. They snap the, the spinal cord. There's still life in that animal. You're giving it the leaf. Some people stab the spinal column to kill the animal immediately. This is all makruhi tahrimi. Some of them take the whole neck out. This is what I'm saying. This is jihalat. Rasulullah said, be kind to the animal that you are slaughtering. Make sure that you have the sharpest knife. In one go, alhamdulillah, you must be able to severe all four veins. Inshallah. Another mistake that we make, you know what is a mistake? Immediately after cutting, they're pouring cold water onto the veins. You can see the neck, you know, when you, when you squeeze yourself and you get cut and how you squeeze, that animal is squeezing in pain. But we've got no figure, we're pouring the water. You get cut, a deep cut on your hand or your leg and pour cold water, Shafat Bhai. See the pain that you feel. This is Allah's creation. Show shafqat and rahmat on the creation of Allah. If you want your kurbani to be accepted by Allah, then do it according to the sunnah. So these are some of the things that we have to bring to the attention of our listenership, Shafat Bhai. Yes, there are people who know it perfectly, they do it correctly, and there are others who just do it because they have to do it. And they're doing it all wrong. You know, Mashallah, they are, are offering classes. Allah, if you are in Durban, I saw something in Joburg. The brothers are offering classes this week, I think, and next week. How to skin an animal, alhamdulillah. How to slaughter an animal so that you can do it according to the sunnah and in the correct way. You know, Molana, you make a lot of sense. And if the uh, you know animal is slaughtered the right way, and the environment is uh, you know really in the spirit of Qurbani, you'll find that that animal themselves are so submissive, and they come so gently, you know, to where you slaughter them, and they put their neck down. You know, you give them the water, and you read uh, you know the takbir and so forth. Uh, the animal actually, you know, really gently, uh, you know, the blood comes out. And there's hardly any fight. I don't know if you noticed that, uh, Molana, but, uh, you know, I was fortunate in uh, being company of uh, some of our elders who did it that way. And alhamdulillah, I also noticed that they had a very sharp, you know, the pen knife, they call it, these tiny knives. And, uh, you know, as you said, they gave a few hours for the, you know, the blood to have drained out and the animal gone cold. And I watched how they skinned it. Within uh, six or seven minutes, the entire, you know, uh, uh, sheep was uh, skinned, uh, Molana. Your thoughts? Yes, Shafarbai, there is, uh, they use the A-gun. Mm. You know, when you spin slaughter the animal, alhamdulillah, they make a little incision on the leg. And they use an A-gun. And they, with A, alhamdulillah, the skin separates from the meat so nicely, Shafarbai. There is no tear, there is no mess up, and, you know, part of the meat is stuck to the skin, and it looks so horrible. So there's different techniques that are involved, inshallah, in skinning an animal. But alhamdulillah, the boys who stay on the farm and those who have the opportunity of doing hunting, subhanallah, they are trained. They know exactly how to, inshallah, skin the animal. So, Fadbai, we're talking about 
animals and you need to be gentle with them. I was speaking to Ahmad Dai from Bilal's takeaway. I was with him last week. And he told me, Moana, I bought this animal, huge ox. See, and I fed it every day. I fed it. I looked after it. And when they brought it, it came also. Alhamdulillah, it was so submissive. Mm. That it would come to me. And the day of the Qurbani, Wallahul Adeem, it walked on its own to the spot where I was going to slaughter it. A huge ox, a fatwa, it's not easy to slaughter an ox. It's a mission. But you see, that's why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, buy your animal in advance, feed it, give it water, show it love, show it affection, and inshallah it will take to you. So that on the day of Qurbani, alhamdulillah, that animal, you don't have to struggle with it. It will walk itself and be ready in, in, in readiness to be slaughtered for the pleasure of Allah. Very sensitive. Very, very sensitive. The least people that are around it, the better it is. But remember, when we are making our qurbani, the whole family is there, 20, 30, 40 people. Gee, the animal gets scared or it gets excited. Gee, it starts panicking. So he said to me, Mara, the secret in these big, big animals, the least people that are there in front of it, when you are making zabah, it will be easier. That was his view and he practiced on it and he saw the benefit of it. So he said, Mara, this is how I slaughtered my animal. It makes a lot of sense. Because they are very sensitive, these animals. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq. Ji No, absolutely brilliant, uh, Maulana. And, uh, you know, your nasiha has uh, really made uh, for easy digestion uh, this evening. And Allah bless you for that. Perhaps uh, your parting words? Allah, but show mercy on the makhluk of Allah. Allah will show mercy upon you. That's bottom line. See, whatever you do, show mercy on the creation of Allah. Allah will shower mercy upon you. So this is what I'm saying. Whatever we do, if we know the proper method of doing it, Alhamdulillah, do it. And these are things that we need to teach our children. This is another thing, Shafat Bhai. You and I are living in homes. MashaAllah, we don't want to dirty the home. There must be no blood. There must be no meat. There must be no flies. There must be no nut. So the easiest way, escape route, I'm going to send my qurbani to India. I'm going to send it to Pakistan. Okay, send. There is a need there, alhamdulillah. But what about your your brother and sister, your own blood brother and sister? They don't have food in the house. Your neighbor is starving. The people in your area, you know, they are widows, they are orphans, they are poor people there. What about them? Where does charity begin? It begins at home. Yes, you want to send overseas, it's cheaper. Don't give cheap things. Shafat Bhai, give the best. Choose the best animal. So that on the day of Qiyamah, Allah will credit you according to your need. And every spend, cent spent on this Qurbani animals, Allah Ta'ala will reward you. So Shafat Bhai, think about the needy and the poor first in your family, then your neighborhood, and then in your community. So may Allah Ta'ala give us I mean, Maulana, as I said, your nasiha really enjoyable, and Allah bless you for every word that you have spoken this evening. And you have a beautiful evening ahead. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shafat Bhai, let me end it with this beautiful thing. I found it now. Bolo. No matter how angry we are, we always end up forgiving the person we love. Mm. 
Never mind how angry we are. We always end up forgiving the person we love. So, logo ko maaf karte raho, apne aap ko bhi maaf karo, aur dusro ko bhi maaf karo. Beautiful saying, so far I like it. Beautiful, beautiful indeed. And, uh, you know, when you forgive, you feel even easier, the, the lighter, there's no burden on your heart, nothing. You become a very easy person. And when you leave the dunya too, you'll notice how easily you leave the dunya because you are forgiving and Allah is off forgiving. Most merciful, Molana. That's it, Shafat. Let go. Let go of the past. Well said. That's why we are suffering with depression. <laughs> So many mental <laughs> issues, Shafar, because we don't want to let go. Such a bad thing. Let go. Mm. Let it go, brothers. Then see what Allah gives you. Jazakallah, Shafar, you take care. You too, Molana. Jazakallah. Shafar, Shafar, I heard you bought a camel. Not a camel. I bought uh, more than a camel. I bought, I bought a dromedary. Okay, mashallah. <laughs> <laughs> we must talk about this camel also, mashallah. Inshallah. We must introduce the Urbani of camels. There's a special way of making uh, zaba of the camel, the sunnah tariqah, how Rasulullah asked us to do it. We must also bring the camel in, also purchase a camel, slaughter it, inshallah. A lot of people are uh, getting used to it. They want to make nahar of a camel. Is a sunnah way of doing it. So maybe, inshallah, in our next discussion inshallah. before Bakrahid, right. we will also explain to the Ummah how to do it with a camel. Yeah. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Maulana Salim Karim there giving a brilliant nasiyah. As you. Yes, sir, people. And respect uh, the animal. Uh, be kind to the animal. Show it lots of uh, TLC. And alhamdulillah, Allah bless us all. I'd like to thank Lukalo for brilliant engineering uh, this evening. Keep it locked on to Marcus Sahaba for beautiful programming and uh, lovely nasheeds interspersed. Uh, from the team and I, till we meet you again, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.